0: raise a couple more to the revolution we have only three
1: words for you uh-oh we're taking
2: over uh-oh. ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome to another edition of the q0 theater cast this is your host, Artistic Director Dan Pelletier. Excited to be back for season four. Hashtag CZT4 means more in our season where we are trying to go bigger and better in every sense of the word. More shows, more musicals, more content, more podcasts, more original, and everything else in between. I know we kind of fell off a little bit with the podcast in season three, but we are happy to be back. Going to be trying to get out a podcast at least twice a month so we can, you know, give you an opportunity to get a peek behind the curtain, get to know our directors and designers and actors better, and get a sense for just what goes on in our world and uh, put a little bit more of a personal touch to. The work that Q-Zero does. I think that is really something that we value is a personal connection to our audiences. And this is a way that we can bring that to you. So hopefully you are aware that we have already had auditions for our first show. It is cast and going extremely well. Radium Girls cannot be more excited. That show will play the first weekend in March. I believe that's the third, fifth and s- third fourth, and fifth. <laughs> Counting is hard. 3rd, 4th, and 5th of March at the Arts Academy of New Hampshire, our lead sponsor and um, just someone we could not exist without. So hopefully you will all come check that out. Uh, We will be getting some members of that production on the podcast in the near future. But we also do have auditions coming up right around the corner for our second production. Actually, we have three sets of auditions open for registration right now. But today we are focusing on our auditions for The Wolves, An incredible piece of theater that you are not going to want to miss. And on today's episode, we're going to talk to our director, Aaron Downey. They are someone you might have seen last season in Puffs. And this year, they are making their adult directorial debut with... The Wolves. In the past, they've worked heavily with some children's theater, but this is the first time they'll be approaching and taking on a more mature piece of theater and working with adult actors as we are looking for a group of versatile female performers. But I'll let Aaron do most of the explaining as I throw it over to myself and hope you enjoy this interview with director Aaron Downey about our upcoming auditions for The Wolves. All right. Thanks for joining us here. Why don't you tell the audience uh, who you are and uh, a little bit about yourself?
1: Um, my name's Aaron Downey. I'm 19 years old and I'm directing mm-hmm. The Wolves for this winter production um, for Q-Zero. I definitely would say in my free time, I'm mostly caught on a spin bike or at work. Um, I work a couple of different jobs, but I mainly do um, like theater technology, um, and I have a degree in that from NYU.
2: Talk to us about uh, the wolves. You know, to give us a little background information for those of you that might be. Uh, unfamiliar with the piece and then maybe your personal connection to it
1: when I was in high school I was really close with my theater teacher Matt Cahoon um, and he was trying to get me to drift away from musicals and more towards like straightforward plays Um, and one day during my free block he handed me a copy of the wolves and I read through it and fell in love with it Um, I think it's a raw capture of like life as a teenage girl, especially like as someone who played sports, like I definitely identified with, um, a lot of parts of the show. I think that it's also just a really cool piece. Um, the author in her note, even like states that like when she wrote the show, she sat down in a sports bra and she was like, I am in the headspace of a teenage soccer player.
2: Um,
1: there's a lot of really cool factors about it plus it talks about real world real world issues as well as um just what it's like to be a teenage girl
2: yeah definitely I have seen a production and read the script and it's just I mean even as not a someone who was never a teenage girl it was still just an incredibly powerful piece yeah of, uh, of theater maybe dive a little bit more into your background and experience um, you know what brought you to this place and what uh, interests you and gets you excited about theater and you know this particular piece
1: yeah definitely Um, Like I said, Matt Cahoon definitely got me into playwriting and just like reading different plays. Um, My favorite play of all time is Things I Know to Be True, um, which is a piece he also (laughs) showed me. Um, But I think like when I was younger, I did a lot of musical theater, um, as one does. And then I feel like a lot of people from musical theater like end up branching out and trying like other things within theater that aren't on the stage um and a few years ago i started working at the dairy opera house for quite some time and i gained a lot of different technical theater skills under my belt and then i decided to pursue an education in that um and then i ended up moving up and now i work at the capitol center for theater arts um where i do a lot more um definitely a lot more concerts which has been really interesting for me because music is a big thing for me, but I've drifted a lot more away from musical theater and more towards straight plays. So it's definitely like a cool middle ground. Um, Yeah, I really, really love what I do. Um, And as far as directing, I started directing theater when I was like 15. I did um, assistant direct Legally Blonde at the local middle school in Derry. Um, And then I just stuck with the middle school. I'm actually music directing a show for them this spring too. (laughs)
2: Awesome. Uh, A person of many talents and and versatile background. Um, Speaking of, you know, talents and backgrounds, talk to us a little bit more about, you know, your vision for the show. And then from there, you know, um, uh, our target audience with this particular episode is potential auditioners. And then talk to us about what you're looking for in your cast members and what you think would make a, a good, strong audition for the Wolves.
1: Yeah, um, I'll start with that part, actually. Um, what would make a great and really strong audition is coming in with a dramatic monologue. Um, the more like unique, the better, I think, because then I get to really like hear your perspective on a text. Um, I think it's really interesting how different people perceive things differently. Um, so I always like to see what people bring to the table. As well as um, just the ability to work with other people. I think this show is very like, there aren't, um, there aren't, are not any leads. It's more like everybody's just kind of like on a pretty even, for the most part, playing ground. So I like to see a lot of like ability to like talk to other people and like mesh with others well. Um, because, you know, it's a show about soccer. I need, I need a team. So I think that's definitely what I'm looking for is like people who are able to almost make a fake soccer team.
2: Yeah. Very important for a ensemble piece to just have that cohesiveness. Absolutely. Give us a little bit more insight into kind of your approach as a director. Um, I mean, especially as someone so young, like but with a lot of experience already, kind of how do you, you know, like to approach a piece? What are your means of coming at something in rehearsals and 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 stuff like that that might be questions a potential actor wants to know before they sign up to work with somebody
1: yeah so Heidi and I have actually been discussing a lot um we've like kind of mapped out what our first like two weeks of rehearsal will look like um for me again like something that's really important is like cast bonding I really like to see like a cast be able to like understand each other and, um, communicate with each other, like outside of the rehearsal space. Um, so as much as I can get people to connect with each other in the first like week or so of rehearsals, the better. Um, because I think like personal connections really help on stage. Um, it's a lot easier to act with somebody who you, you understand like the way that they, um, choose to play their character so you can play your character based off of that for those types of interactions. Um, yeah. I definitely think like it. it's really important to do things like together and make sure we have like a cohesive, um, like tight knit group. Um, yeah.
2: Excellent. I 100% agree and do also like to put a strong emphasis on ensemble building and coming together as a, a, a cast and, the level of trust that's needed especially for a piece this for sure vulnerable yeah uh is is just you know beyond what you might get in a any other sort of endeavor
1: i think if they all care about each other truly deeply like um it's easier to portray those moments in the show where like the whole audience is get, you're gonna be able to hear a pin drop because it's so like heavy um, I think it's important to be able to, like, act off of that. And, like, when you know someone, like, on a deeper level, you're able to really, like, act with their emotions.
2: Talk to us about kind of what you anticipate the unique challenges being in directing a piece like this. Because, as you said, there isn't really necessarily a lead focus. There's a lot of overlapping dialogue. How do you, um, you know, what what sort of things do you anticipate making this a unique uh experience for a director and actors and then maybe kind of how you hope to overcome these challenges
1: one of my biggest challenges is going to be my age um just because um i've never directed a piece that's mostly all adults um i've been working in children's theater for a really long time so i think that's potentially a challenge but um i'm ready to face it i'm excited about it um so I'm looking forward to seeing like, what people, people bring to the table and what kind of a cast I end up with. Um, there's so much talent in this area, so I'm really, really excited to see what happens.
0: Hello, Q-Zero fans. Q-Zero business advisor and performer Jake Ranlett here, interrupting your regularly scheduled podcast to talk about Q-Zero sponsorship and membership. As I'm sure you know, theater is really expensive, and we cannot survive on ticket sales alone, which is why we have these two awesome programs that not only allow Q-Zero to continue to revolutionize the performing arts scene in New Hampshire, but has incredible benefits for you as well. Sponsors get their name and logo in our playbill, on our posters, mentioned in our podcasts, listed on our press releases, and so much more. We go out of our way to make sure everyone knows about you and thanks you for helping make Q0 possible. We also have our membership program for individuals who want a little bit more bang for their buck and a lot more Q0 in their lives. We have 10 different levels of membership, starting as low as $2 a month. Every level of membership comes with awesome perks, such as early access to the Q-Zero theater cast, discounts on tickets and merchandise, exclusive behind-the-scenes video content, the ability to read our new works blog, and so much more. The more you give, the more you get. If you want to be a vital part of the Q-Zero revolution, Head on over to cztheater.com and click the support CZT link to become a sponsor or a member today. And now, back to the podcast.
2: And uh, Q0 is excited to give you that uh venue and avenue that you can make that leap. And you know, that's what we're all about is taking risks and growing as artists. Um, and we will definitely make sure you're surrounded with the support that you need for a successful production. Um, now we have mentioned a couple of times, and I know maybe some people might be a little um unfamiliar with the piece and kind of how it's being approached, where we keep saying the shows a High school girls soccer team, but we're not casting uh primarily teenagers. We, you know, it's sixteen and older. But like, what do you imagine is the range of talent we might be seeing, and you'd like to have in this show as far as just like ages and backgrounds?
1: I'm thinking for the soccer players between like sixteen and late twenties. I think that's like a pretty good range to like still be able to play high school, um, and then. Obviously, there's the character of the soccer mom who will likely be a little bit older. Um, but I'm not too picky about the age of soccer mom. Just probably not like a 16 year old. <laughs>
2: That'd be an interesting choice. I'm sure someone somewhere's made it and tried to justify it somehow. Um, probably
1: not so, me, but
2: <laughs> yeah. So, so let's imagine. I mean, there's a lot of great theater going on, especially. Uh, you know, right now with you know, we're finally trying to get back to some semblance of of our pre apocalypse world in, in the amount of theater that's going on. But what oh, would you yeah. say to somebody who was maybe between auditioning for the wolves and something else like sell them on why they should come out for this piece and specifically our production?
1: To circle back to what I had said in the beginning, it's such a unique show, um, especially like I encourage people if they can look it up. um, The author's note is just phenomenal. Like the things that she explains about like the concepts of the show, just like they drew me in like the second I read the script when I was younger. Um, But also it's just like so important to be a part of like a bigger conversation. And I think that right now, like, Know, avoid politics to the best I can but um women are under fire right now and I think that now more than ever is a great time for this show um because a lot of like really serious feminine topics are brought up and I think it's important to be big a part of the bigger conversation I think theater's a big way to talk about what's going on in the world it always has been I think that a lot of pieces reflect like what's going on um in history current day anything um and the more you can get yourself involved in those like real world pieces that like truly impact an audience member to their core i think that that's something so special and so unique
2: beautifully said we've learned a lot about the show and i think now people have a great sense of what you're looking for and uh, you know what this piece is going to be. Is there anything else you'd like to share, either about the show, about yourself? Um, you know, something that you think might uh, entice people to go or just something you kind of want to get out there. I am hoping that we'll eventually just do a more uh, just Aaron-focused piece as we do some more get to know um, our Q0 players, both the on and off stage people. But uh, some final thoughts on uh, your upcoming Wolves auditions, things people need to know.
1: I think my final thoughts, or i think something like an uh a potential auditioner might ask about is the soccer portion um because i think as like a probably as a theater person like the idea of being in a show about soccer is probably a little daunting um but i am in the works slash have confirmed that i i have a really good friend who played soccer her whole life that's willing to come help and um I know a little bit of soccer myself just from like playing sports in high school. I never played soccer, but I played other sports. Um, And a lot of the things that we see in the show are less soccer drills and more stretching. And I did dance my whole life. So I got the stretching already choreographed. So nobody has to worry about it.
2: (laughs) I mean, especially in our size of a theater, it's not like an entire soccer game breaks out during the <laughs> yeah. game or anything like that uh, or, you know, during the show. Uh, but thank you so much for taking this time. Um, we'll uh, get this out right away. And hopefully you've sold a couple uh, potential auditioners and I'm really looking hopefully. forward to seeing the talent we have signed up and uh, getting this show off the ground. Cause as you said, it's a very powerful piece and um, I'm excited to be producing it and I know you're excited to be directing it.
1: I'm excited to see what happens.
2: All right. Thanks, Aaron. That was Aaron Downey, our director of the Wolves. As we said, we cannot wait to be getting this off the ground. Auditions are January 30th and February 1st at the Arts Academy of New Hampshire in Salem. Audition information and so much more can be found on our website, cztheater.com Check it out. Sign up. Sign up. Convince anybody you think might be interested in signing up. You are not going to want to miss this. Head over to the website as well to get your tickets for Radium Girls, playing March 3rd, 4th, and 5th, also at the Arts Academy of New Hampshire. We will have multiple cast members and production team members from Radium Girls, as well as the Wolves and all of our other shows, coming up on the podcast in the near future. Well, that's really all I've got to say for today. Nice little short episode. Hope you enjoy having us back. We want to thank all of our sponsors and supporters, and especially our top-level members, Lori Pelletier, Cassandra Durand, and Joey Martin, as well as, once again, the Arts Academy of New Hampshire as our primary supporters. We could not exist without you literally could not we have been getting a huge boost in our number of patreon subscribers over the last couple of weeks so please consider heading over there for as little as two dollars a month that is all we're asking for two dollars a month and you can help us continue to create incredible theater well that's all i have for today so signing off from the q0 theater cast this is artistic director dan Pelletier. And as we always say, support local theater and join the revolution.